Hey everybody, you're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing. Whether you're just getting started or you're a seasoned vet, we're going to give you our over 40 years of combined real estate experience. Today, we are talking about a very, very intriguing topic. We are talking about how the rich get richer. Yeah, they all have used the same formula, and we're going to cover the three items, which is number one, putting a plan together, number two, getting started, becoming an actual investor, and number three, 90% of millionaires have included real estate in their investments, and so should you. It's very important for people to understand the true power of investing and getting started right away. Compounding investments will turbocharge your future. It will make it to where you can be financially free. That's a big buzzword today. And it can also set up your next generation and give you a much more stable and fuller life. We feel like getting started in investing in compounding investments is something key to your financial future. We talk about it all the time. You don't have to be rich for this step one. You simply have to put that plan together and understand what you're after, which is that compounding interest, which is creating little versions of yourself. Every dollar that you make and invest is like a little version of yourself that goes out there and it earns money. And then the money it earns, earns money. So the money that you've earned, earns money. And then the money it earns, earns money. And it keeps compounding over and over until you have an army of little dollars out there earning money for you. That is exactly how the rich get richer. And that is what everyone should be doing. Even if it's $50 a week, even if it's $100 a week, even if you have to make sacrifices, even if you have to get that side gig to get this started, people who have wealth, most of them that we know created it through those means. And hey, maybe they were lucky enough to have giant incomes to be able to do this without sacrificing or working hard. But I guarantee you that is the minority of them. Most of them were like Clint and I. We came from nothing. We put all of, nobody handed us anything. We built this stuff through hard work and sacrifice and saving. We are savers at our core. And once you see the power of saving, it changes your perspective. And if you, if you don't really understand the power of compounding and you want to see some examples, please go to the homeboyspodcast.com. We've got some cool tools on there that show you the power of savings, the power of, of compounding interest. We've got savings calculators and all kinds of other resources that can help you understand this concept a little more. And once you understand it, I can guarantee you, you will be fired up for step two, which is getting started. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, there's always tomorrow. You know, I could talk about that my, uh, my journey to improving my health and losing weight, you know, I mean, I'm laughing because so, it's both yeah, of us. You know, so we're, we're here in December of 2023 and January 1st, I was absolutely hell bent on that. 2023 was going to be my year that, I, you know, and I used to really enjoy working out and used to enjoy being in shape, but 2023 was my year to get back into shape. And I haven't done anything, and I am in the worst shape of my life. Mm -hmm. So, Scotty, every single time you see me, which is every day, I'm in the worst shape of my life. I have good news I'm for you. Setting records, though. baby. I have good news for you, though. 
because you're a saver and an investor, all your little dollars have been out there earning money for you. So you're richer. Not only are you fatter, but you're richer. At this least. is true. But my point is, is that, you know, there's no time like the present. And, you know, just like, you know, my, uh, my weight loss journey uh, that I keep pushing back every day, I'm encouraging everyone not to push back putting a financial plan together and then getting started. It is so very important. I am so blessed that my father, you know, taught me at a very, very early age about saving and what I had to do to get started. Uh, and I didn't really, I thought that was normal. You know, I thought that that yeah. was something that, you know, that everyone you know, got to take advantage of. It's not of. fun just, for a lot of folks. So a lot of folks aren't in a position where they're just like, okay, I need to get started on my financial planning because heck, I can barely pay my bills. Why would I sit down and look at that? It's not fun to look at, but I promise you, if you take the time to look at that, to see where you can cut, where you could make savings, where you could maybe earn some extra so you can get off of this, this rat race get off that hamster wheel of running in place and not getting anywhere the only way to do that is to make some changes and we talked about it in the last podcast about poverty being nearly a disease because it's passed from generation to generation mm -hmm. And there's only one way to break that. And it's through this disciplined savings. And it starts with getting started. And that's hard to do. It's hard to sit there and make a plan to look at your finances and to go, oh, gosh, you know, here's where I am. However, that's the first step. If you look at where you are and where you want to be and come up with a really simple, simple way, I think that, that we know for a fact that's step one. Mm -hmm. And getting started isn't always fun for everyone. It's fun when we were young and just getting started and able to save a little bit here and there. And the other part is getting started. The, every time that somebody gets a raise, if they could just maintain their lifestyle and not live up, not buy that next level car, not buy that next level house and save it. And that takes a lot of discipline. That's a great way to get started. I don't think that it, it that should be that hard. I mean, I've let the, I've let my values um, kind of push them aside a lot here recently because you know I'm I'm building a new house that uh, you know for uh, my wife and kids you know for my kids to grow up. I've got young kids. I'm old for having young kids, um, but you know I've I've always believed in you know just doing whatever you know makes you happy. And I can for me like you know overspending and having things that I didn't need was never fun for me. It always made me feel worse i don't know it's yeah. kind of weird you know we i was at a real estate um, conference many 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 years ago um before you and i merged our businesses together and they had these round table things you know that sound awful mm -hmm. you know, it sounds like torture thing. but but anyhow I, I participated and you know the person that was leading it said if you weren't doing real estate what would um you most like to do with your time like you know what would you like to do and like everyone was was given all these, you know, um, you know, expected answers. Oh, I'd like to travel the world, or oh, I'd like to, you know, I'd, you know, go to Haiti and you know participate. Uh, you said you I'd know, like to sit in my projects. garage, smoke meat, and drink Miller Lite. Very close, very <laughs> close. I said, give I would give me a couple of my closest friends a radio and a cooler of beer. Yeah. And everyone looked at me like I had an arm growing out of my head. And you know, keep in mind, I had no kids. I was not married, right. you know, at this time. Um, and they're like, really? That's, I was like, I, I enjoy, 
the company of my good my good friends. My circle is my circle, man. And like, there's not many people getting in. Yeah, you know now. You know, I mean, I've got I've got I've got my my boys, and they are you know ride or die. Right. You know, my, and you know if I could get some time to where a couple of them. And I are able to set around. Yeah, I'd I'd rather do that. Right. You know, that's, that's so. That's now your point. answer is I'd rather I'd rather sit with my princesses and watch Disney movies and hang out and go out and Popcorn ride ride night the four wheelers. Disney movie at right. night, man. It's it's everything. Yeah, yeah. and, and the then once every couple of weeks, get together with your buddies and smoke some meat and sit around and tell stories. Correct. Yeah, that, you know, that's, it, it brings me enjoyment. You know, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in a men's Bible study that brings me enjoyment. I'm talking about things that doesn't that doesn't cost a lot of money. So I, you know, when people you know have that financial plan and you start uh, you know to have some success, you know, my recommendation is, you know, don't change who you are, and you know, don't try to fill, um, you know, um, your enjoyment with things that aren't filling you up, you know, spiritually and mentally. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm driving a 1990. Uh, five you know chevy tahoe uh, it's fancy. awesome it's awesome but uh, i call that fancy know. from my car seat you know my 1990 jeep wrangler i know i call I'm you riding, fancy i'm riding new man <laughs> you know you're modern but uh, but anyhow like you, you even know, have air conditioning don't you i do i wish i, I had do. air it's conditioning nice cold yeah. you don't need to you don't have a top no that's you know? true <laughs> yeah, that's right but uh but anyhow you know getting started you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be that difficult if you have no financial literacy whatsoever and i'm not knocking you there's so many people in this country that don't have any financial um, literacy and it's a huge problem it's an epidemic in our country you know people don't know how to balance a checkbook people don't even know how to write a check anymore because you know they, they they don't but people don't know how to how to save and you know so many people we see uh, all the time that you know we we require a bank account for you to rent you know, one of our properties, because that's how you pay rent. We set it up on auto deductible. We've got so many people that don't even have bank accounts. You know, right. like, are you kidding me? You don't have a bank account? But, you know, if you don't have any financial literacy, you know, make sure that you find some trusted, conservative, you know, advice out there. We're not looking for something, you know, super risky. You know, it could be as easy as uh, going to a financial advisor, a certified financial planner and talking with them, or it could be looking to a mentor like the homeboys. We've been there, we've done that, and we're not giving dangerous advice to anyone. We believe in conservative, you know, investing, not only in real estate, but other vehicles like typical retirement accounts, like uh, Roth IRAs and 401ks. Um, Scotty's a huge investor, you know, in gold, um, you know, I've got some different investments in local banks and some other, you know, different things. You know, we believe in diversification. We b- believe um, in uh, being very selective on uh, on what you do because we don't believe in a lot of high risk. But, you know, make sure you seek out uh, the right advice. And, you know, having a mentor, I would recommend it. There's, uh, you know, look at someone that who's been successful and ask them. You know, I'd be you know, honored if, uh, and I get it from time to time, you know, I have, uh, you know, I'm involved in my church a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, I've got a wonderful community that surrounds me at, at my church and people know what I do. And I get, I get asked all the time. I'm not, I'm not holding that information to my chest. I'm happy to let everyone know about it. I think that you covered it very nicely. There's only one thing I would add, which is, you know, one of the best times to go start speaking with a financial advisor is before you even need them. That way, when you do, when you are in a position to to start putting money to work, they're already in your corner. And if a financial pro- 
advisor won't sit down with you because you aren't in a position yet to start using their services, then they're not for you anyway. They're, they're not the person that you want to work with because a financial uh, advisor should be there to help guide you and grow you. And they're there to serve your needs and to help you understand these things that are complex topics that not everybody understands. Our education system has let us all down. And sadly, we've got to turn to shows like Dave Ramsey and, and other advice. And the homeboys. And the homeboys in order to learn how to always be taking care of your financial health. It's like anything. If you don't give it the attention and time that it needs, it's not going to remain healthy. It's as simple as that. It, you have to give it your time and attention. And you have to be purposeful in it. And the, the getting started part cannot be fun, but it also can give you an insight into how your whole world can change. I think you also have to realize that um, some of your most favorite people in your life or people that you look up to may not be, um, you know, the best when it comes to being role models for investing. Um, you know, I say that because we, we just talked about on our previous podcast um, about how poverty uh, you know, can be a disease that's passed down from generation to generation or friend group to friend group or, you know, the company, um, you know, that you keep. Um, it's, what I'm about to say kind of goes along with that. You know, my dad was my was my guy, you know, and I say, I say it all the time and I'm, I, I apologize. kind of my guy too. I, I apologize to all of our listeners, you know, because I talk about my dad on here all the time. He's my hero and I miss him. I've not had him for five years and I hate it, you know, not having him around. But anyway, um, you know, his dad, his my his dad's savings technique, uh, you know what a savings technique I, was. I do, but uh, tell the listeners. It was, it was mason jars buried in the backyard. Mm -hmm. You know that's 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 what right. you know. My grandfather was a crane operator, and you know he literally buried his money. There was a digging party. Uh, I was too young to to actually be one of the diggers, but after he uh, after he had passed it to, to to you know find you know his buried his buried money. I, I say that it doesn't mean he was a bad guy. You know he's a wonderful human being, and he was my dad's hero. You mm -hmm. know, um, but that was only but, half the lesson. But, Saving is half the lesson. The other mm -hmm. half is making that money work Correct. for you. And then my dad, you know, got into you know a lot of. You know traditional savings techniques that he mm -hmm. didn't get he that he did not learn from his father right you know and his 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 dad and uh you know my grandmother they were you know married and they, you know great household but you know he didn't get it you know from from his father so you know make sure that you you know are learning that information from from uh of somebody that has been there, you know, and done that. You know, my dad paved the way. Uh, yeah, he broke me. the cycle. He was kind of an innovator, you know, for his family. He did. He broke. He broke the cycle. He broke the cycle. And in a way, my grandfather broke the cycle, and he's kind of a hero to me. He started his own business delivering milk, you know, and and he didn't break the cycle very far, but he was able to put my mom through college. The first person in our family Dude, went to college. What are you talking about? That's what. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, he was a milkman um, that you know, did what, you know, the saved his money, right. You know, and, and put, you know, his, his kid through, through college. I mean, I think it's, you know, phenomenal. You know, I was at a, a, a local restaurant here. It's, it's a nice, it was a nice restaurant, but the guy had, he had five kids that he, you know, put through Indiana university, paid for every single yeah. dime at as a waiter, you know, at a, at a restaurant, you know, here, five kids all went to IU. And he was a waiter and he was a waiter, That's awesome. you know, and it's, 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 you know, putting a plan together, you know, is so important and getting, and getting started as quickly 
as you can. You know, I think it's great your grandfather, you know, uh, did that in a lot of ways. You know, I've got more respect um, for stories like that, you know, than I do someone that, you know, even like, like my story. Like, you know, my story, if I was a failure, I had one person to blame me. You know, my dad, you know, put, you know, all the right tools in front of me, didn't give me any money. You know, didn't, uh, you know, I'm not talking about giving me, you know, any money, but learning the value of a dollar and hard work and, you know, what you had to do to save. And he did, he paid for my college, yeah. you know, also. So I, there was one person to blame if I was a screw up, Yeah, you know, cause you had you the me, knowledge, I had it, you know, you had the knowledge, you not know. the money. You had right. to go out and make it yourself and, and make those sacrifices I know, I had a, and drive I had a, a crappy car. Even once you were making big money, you drove crappy car to, in order to save. You lived below your means and houses below, below your means. And you did one thing that most millionaires do, which is point three. You included real estate in your investments. So 90% of real of millionaires, the quote is a Carnegie quote that says 90% of millionaires became millionaires through real estate. It's a little misleading. What it's really saying is that 90% of real of millionaires, real estate is part of their portfolio of that what made them millionaires. And if you want to take things to the next level, you have to plan on having real estate a part of your portfolio. There's no investment like it where you can use the bank's money to go out and and make an investment. So you put the bank's money to work for you. You can't do that with Bitcoin. You can't do that with stocks. You can't do that with savings accounts. You can't do that with anything other than real estate. Then the tenant pays that debt off for you. The tenant pays the bank back for you. Plus, you're going to make profit every month in rents. And it goes up, up, and up. The rents go up, your mortgage payment stays the same. So that same investment becomes more and more profitable over time. And we've got this beautiful thing that over any long period of time is called appreciation. So you capture all of those things together and real estate is the turbocharger to that wealth. So you've got to start by putting a plan together. Then you got to put that to work. You got to save. I don't care if it's 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks a week with the goal of eventually making sure you have real estate added to your portfolio because real estate is going to literally take this thing to the, le to the levels that you could never imagine. And you and I are lucky enough to have discovered that early in our careers to build amazing wealth and financial freedom because of real estate, not because we're smart, not because we worked hard, but because of the power of real estate. When you said rent goes up and the mortgage stays the same, I was thinking it reminded me of a Matthew McConaughey quote from. It's not appropriate. I was yeah. like, what? What? That triggered my memory, and I'm like, what? Where did I hear? Oh, all right, all right, then, all right. Like, well, what, what was he talking about? Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. That wasn't something that, mm -hmm. uh, that we probably <laughs> brag about, you know, on here, or it's very, very appropriate. No, but it is. Catchy. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. It, is. it is. But no, man, you know, real estate. You know, the thing that I love about it is it's easy. It doesn't have to be hard. You know, we talk about you know uh, your first house that you buy. You know, plan to never sell it. You know, turn it into a rental whenever you're leveling up to the next house. And heck, a lot of markets should be a millionaire just with the one transaction. Mm -hmm. You know, not not necessarily here. You know, in the Midwest, but you know, it's a it's it's a time in market game with with real estate a lot, and it doesn't have to be you know super sexy. You know, I've got a house that uh, is in one of my daughter's LLCs. You know, just paid off. Uh, you know, the mortgage on it. Heck, I haven't even really thought about that house in the last 10 years. You know, our, our management company, do, you know, does the property, you know, management on it. And I had it on a 15-year 
um, loan, um, but like it's paid off. Real estate know, does like, the work for you. It's, it's easy. It's, it doesn't have to be yeah. hard. And and speaking of families, I would just want to wrap this up because yeah, it's because it's Christmas is right around the corner, and. F- the thing that real estate and following these steps has allowed us to do is spend an amazing amount of time with our families. You tonight are going down to an IU game with your daughters. You this weekend were able to go down to Kentucky and spend time with your wife and her family. Real estate and investing opens up your life to have these amazing experiences. And that's what life is all about. I'm so excited this that for this holiday, I'm going to get to sp- spend a lot of time with my aunts, my uncles, my brothers coming into town, and my mom. And I get to sit back and enjoy the fruits of real estate and not worry about work because I've got financial freedom that came from these habits. And most people don't have that luxury of being able to spend all of that quality time with your family and not be distracted. So please be with your families this weekend. That's all that really matters. The rest is just details. That is our show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with the homeboys as much of the as the homeboys have enjoyed hanging out with you. We've uh, our podcast has been growing, and we're very thankful for all of our listeners, um, all the people that have uh, commented and given us feedback. You know, make sure that you uh, give us a, a big rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We love, love, love bringing financial literacy and investing in real estate um, information to you every week. You can get more of our content on TikTok at the Homeboys Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube and Instagram. We love doing this. Keep joining us. It's a revolution. Until next time, homies, happy investing.